Welcome, Pathfinders, to the Find the Path podcast actual play of the Hell's Rebels Adventure Path. Episode 8. The Ocho. The Ocho. <laughs> so, yeah, this is episode number 8. We've uh, we've made it. Yeah. Halfway? Slowly. Start almost have a revolution. <laughs> revolution and double-digit episode numbers. We almost have a hideout. True. Almost. True. I'm excited about a hideout. Mm-hmm, me too. So I suppose to recap, when last we had left our heroes, the Silver Ravens, having actually collected said Silver Ravens, they have their various mm-hmm. figurines Aww. of power in preparation for uh, yes, starting their rebellion proper, had left from the Silver Livery, a Silver Livery, the had silver left livery. from the had left silver. from the Fair Fortune Livery and made their way through the city of Cantargo, back onto the mainland, and eventually to Long Road's Coffee House. The current hideout of their ally and uh, and confidant, Rexus Victicora. There you had met with Rexus's uh, mother's friend, who is currently sheltering him, a woman by the name of Laria Longroad, who runs Longroad Coffee House. She's a halfling. And the Bellflower Network. She then provided the party with some coffee and then did kind of like the parent talking to the kids when they show up to pick their child up for a prom date like i just want to know that you're good people <laughs> you're gonna have him back what, what on are your time, intentions right? with this revolution yeah i do respect that though because rexus did like no background check whatsoever he's just like no due diligence whatsoever these guys look good partners. that was about it yep. <laughs> we're fine he ended up in the same hallway alleyway the meantime, Laurie is like, I don't know if I trust an elf with the name Night Bloom. That sounds suspicious. <laughs> hey, but she trusts me. A cute that sounds like that sounds like something some Cthulhuite would think of. That's like this sounds like an elven name, Night Bloom. <laughs> yeah, I want to call out for Heather, the Cthulhuite of the group. Uh, yeah, I was, I was just gonna say that's a personal attack on Heather. Thought mm. I? That's for later. <laughs> that We're is gonna for have later. to grill Cesare to get the the background. The party came to an understanding, however, with uh, Miss Longroads, who informed them that uh, part of the reason that she was being so secretive is that she actually belongs to a secret organization herself in the Bellflower Network, the uh, Mm -hmm. organization dedicated to the liberation of halflings that have been enslaved in the nation of Chiliacs. Yay! Upon uh, learning all of this, she had informed you that the Bellflower Network had fled the city. You had a brief discussion about all of the other organizations in the city that would possibly stand against House Throne. And, of course, the realization that none of them are functioning anymore. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's up to us. Yeah. <laughs> A ragtag scrappy group. I can't imagine why that is. It turns out that uh, Brazile was really thorough when he came to town. I was going to say, somebody did their homework when it came to, like, He'd been you know, watching for a while. City. Yeah, some, somebody's <laughs> been doing a lot of investigation. Yep. And we found out that we need to go to that bar because there's been uh, misconduct there. Like oh, scuffles Jaws? and whatnot. Yep, there's been some issues over at Clinch Jaws Tavern. Mm-hmm. But uh, we're gonna go have a drink there later. It's fine. But talking to uh, Laura, you had learned that the uh, Bellfire Network is MIA. That the Lord Mayor, who was a uh, kind of an open follower of Caden Kayleen, hmm. is also now MIA. The Order of the Torrent is MIA. The Sacred Order of Archivists is believed to have been completely killed with Rex's mm. family. The Silver Ravens have been gone for a while, and all the underground religions, including the Church of Serenre, which burned down, the other tavern, which she believes was actually a meeting place for the Church of Milani, is burned down. Yeah, yeah. everything's gone really south. Really fast. That's how you know this is a comedy. 
because everything starts bad. There and then go. somebody gets married. <laughs> oh, take your bets now on who it's going to be. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> My money's on Cesare. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's <laughs> a lovely elf, man or woman. Yes. Yeah? All that notwithstanding. Laria then informed you that there was a, a secret underground hideout under her very coffee house that she refers to as the Wasp Nest, as it was used by the Church of Kalistra. Yeah, changing mm-hmm. that uh, name soon, I do not like. Oh, Dude, I think if cool. I die, I'm coming back as a follower of Kalistra with just a big old wasp. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Be like a witch with a I'll wasp. I'll be a halfling wasp. Yeah, a halfling. I'll have a wasp. I'll fly around on the wasp. Oh, no. Fly around on the wasp. No. I don't know if this is mechanically possible, but no. it sounds rad. No. If the wasp is big enough, it's mechanically possible. Well, I don't know how I would get such a wasp. Animal companion? Anyway, Maybe. anyway. Unrelated, because currently I'm still Adria. Laria informed you that she sent her uh, friend Nan down there uh, before all this craziness took place. Uh, who was uh, attempting to smuggle some Farisian clothing. Uh. Mm-hmm. She then kind of went down later, and all she's heard is, like, really creepy laughter uh, and strange noises. Yeah. But someone is eating her stuff, as well as the food that she's leaving. So <laughs> she was leaving here. food for him. So you don't think it's a ghost, but uh, she'd taken you down into the dry cellar, opened the secret door. She kind of brought up that she has a secret dry cellar, which also has a secret door, because most guards will only will stop after they find the first secret door. That's true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that Smart, is true. and I love her. Opening the door, all of you had heard uh, a distant sound of doom, 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 coming from beyond. Is someone saying doom or is this an onomatopoeia? It sounds like that. It okay, sounds okay. like doom, doom, doom. Okay. Coming from inside there. It's not so me trying to make like a, really a bobbing sound effect. Drum. I think I think Jessica thought it was a buoy or something bouncing around down there. Yeah, I was like, is it a buoy? <laughs> it makes me think of the kobold from the Neverwinter Nights games. <laughs> doom, doom, doom. Doomy, doom, doom. <laughs> So suppose as we begin, our five heroes stand here in this dry cellar, wine racks surrounding you and various bags full of mostly beans, as well as casks full of an assorted number of necessary dry goods, flour and such for the uh, the baking that they do. Bags of uh, cardamom, not familiar with, mm, nutmeg, mm, black mm, pepper, spicy. and thelu bark. Fun. That one I don't know. I take the nutmeg and craft a deadly poison. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, There are also uh, cocoa beans down here. Nice. The door ahead of you slides open. As it does so, you're immediately greeted with this. The smell of water, not the sewage smell that you'd experienced previously, but the smell of water with this hint of brine to it. The air beyond is cold. And your light is the only thing that shines through playing into the hallway beyond where you can see a further passage. Other than that distant sound of doom, doom, doom. You can just hear the distant sound of lapping water. Okay, you're up. And she pats uh, the rogue on the shoulder, Nico. Ah, great. Thank you. (laughs) We believe in you. Well, it's about time somebody did. (laughs) And I'll be right behind all right, let's go meet our doom. No, don't say it like that. <laughs> as long as we don't meet Amaka. I think either way, you probably have a bad day. So, Nicolo, I suppose you take point. 
you step forward. Uh, how tall is Niccolo, out of curiosity? Uh, he's 6'2", so... So tall. Okay. Above average, definitely. So when this when this section of wall slides in, the section of wall is only about two and a half feet wide. Mm. So you kind of have to turn sideways a little bit, and it's actually only about five and a half feet high. Oh. So you just kind of like turn sideways and sort of like duck slide through the opening here. In fact, I think almost anyone in the party is going to have to do the same thing. Mm. So I don't know if any of you are below five and a half uh, feet, since there's a lot of half no. elves and elves. <laughs> yeah. All that other stuff here. Yeah, I'm like five eight or five nine or something. So yeah. I was about to say, I think Cesare is taller than I am. Cesare so. is six five. Yeah, yeah. So. I think Jordan's height. Yep. But he's also really thin, really so I imagine he'd be able to just kind of crouch down and Compact. duck through. He doesn't need to like he doesn't need to turn sideways like a couple of you broader. Mm. Yeah, I was gonna say Victoria's five nine. Yeah, Adria like ah, squishes herself through here. <laughs> I don't know if Raven tries to crouch down on Cesare's shoulder or if she finally decides to jump down. Touch the yeah, so just floor. Digs her claws into you and just slits you <laughs> slide through. Cats are yes. liquid. You step through the opening into the chamber beyond. As you slide through, you enter into a long corridor stretching far ahead of you. Your light plays ahead into the chamber beyond, where you can see a long, damp hallway opens ahead of you into a large reservoir of calm softly lapping dark water. A wooden pier extends some 20 feet out into the water. A foul smell comes to you. Not sewage, but something like rotting meat coming from somewhere ahead of you. Two holes have been knocked into the wall off towards your right-hand side to provide access to your guest chambers beyond, as if this was one section of a basement, and then someone knocked a hole into a neighboring sub-basement. You're going to guess that that building next door doesn't even realize that they have a basement. <laughs> huh. Interesting. Big fan. Very strange. Far ahead of all of you, you can see another light. A lamp sitting on a table. Some, you'd say, 120, 30 feet away from you, ahead of you. You can see a table in a room further beyond as if this hallway stretches down and then into a wide open doorway and then you can see a lamp burning further along it's the only source of light that you can see that sound continues however although now there's almost a curious pitch to it doom 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 I hate this <laughs> <laughs> echoing through the corridor. Is there anything that says that? Like, is that is that a natural sound? Can we tell if that's a natural sound or if that is definitely a voice? Secret rolls. Yeah, I'll give this to you just because no one critically failed and only uh, Adria and Cesare succeeded. You can't think of any animal or creature that makes that noise. Hmm. Cool. And I've heard buoys in my life, parent. so it must not be a buoy. No, it it sounds like, it almost sounds like someone is speaking the word. That's so weird. That is strange. Okay, I Creepy. think we may not be alone in here. I mean, no surprises, you know, but just yes. in case you were wondering. Weapons out. Yeah. For sure. I'm for sure. going to switch to the Morning Star for now, just because I don't think there's as much room to maneuver a staff down here. I'm going to pull out my hand crossbow and load it up. Okay. Nicolo's staring down here with your yeah. 
blazing red eyes you can see further than the rest of the group. So we have several choices for where to go first. Uh, there's a dock not far from here um, on our left-hand side. There's two gaps or holes or tunnels um, for probably rooms, or we can keep going straight ahead toward that light. The gaps are on the right-hand side, by the way. I tend to think that light might be some sort of clue, or it'll be like an anglerfish, just like luring us, but there might be something there regardless. Uh, could be some sort of trap, but we'd be passing by the other bits on our way there. Mm, I don't true. think we should leave anything in our wake. True. I feel like we should make for the lights. We need to find Laria's friend. Maybe we can peek down them tunnels as we go by. And by we, I mostly mean you, Nico, because you can... Oh, can I call you Nico? I'm going to call you Nico. You can call me Nico. That's fine. Great. Because uh, you got them, you know, them good peepers. Yes. Good <laughs> I would err on the side of caution, and I think we should investigate thoroughly. Should we sneak? I don't see anybody on the other side, so if there is somebody there, they're invisible. And I don't know if we can really sneak when we're, you know, have blazing light sources. Hey, maybe it's we something can, blind. You never Perhaps. know, I suppose. We could try. Do we sneak? Sneaking. Yeah, I guess uh, we'll approach that first intersection at the very least and stealth over. Who is the slowest in the party? Um, uh, I'm 25. 25 feet. 25? Yeah, I think it's going to be any of the non-elves are the slowest in the party. Yeah, because Cesare has 30. So pretty We're much everybody's 25. 25 except Cesare. Mm -hmm. You sneak forward 10 feet with your first action. Mm -hmm. I don't like when you say first action. Yeah. You get three because, of them. It, well, because yeah, he has to roll. Yeah, he has, we have to roll every ten feet if we're sneaking. I know it just it makes me think that uh, something's waiting. Get a perception roll from everyone. Perception. Uh, let's see. All of you can tell that Lucia is stealthing poorly. Dang it! Particularly <laughs> oh, Lucia, it. who critically succeeded in hearing herself. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> These secret rolls are mad. Oh, no. Adria wa like sneaks up closer to Lucia and whispers, "Okay, honey, you gotta walk on the balls of your feet." Also, stop humming. Also, Jeez. yeah, no humming. <laughs> as you make your way forward, you continue down pretty much until this hallway intersects with the collapsed section off towards your right-hand side. Glancing through there, you can see that there's a much larger room off towards your right with a number of pillars inside of it. Off towards your left, you can see the dock extending out and also about 20 feet past the end of the dock, you can see a statue, the top half of a statue of a beautiful elven woman with a look that seems to be one part sneer and one oh. part seduction on yeah. her face oh, okay. as she stares down over the dock. I mean, we knew this was a temple of Calistria at one point, so not surprising. You see mooring in here where a boat could be, and off towards the oh. side you can see that someone has left some gondola poles My heart. set up against the, uh, the edge huh. of the dock. There is not currently a gondola or anything located here, and you can tell that the water can't be very deep. There's actually a few small steps that lead down from the edge here, down into it, and so you're going to guess even at high tide, it's probably no deeper than maybe five feet. 
Okay, we got right get now. A boat it seems to be about waist level or so. All right, we'll see what we can do to appropriate a boat. Yes. I'm also just gonna point out I do have that. That's odd feet, just in case. You mean the thing that I just sent you? Oh. <laughs> hey, trust in Rick, Rachel. I apparently I needed to. I was trying to be all like, you know, I, I know my character. I appreciate so. that you did oh, that. True. Uh, hmm. It's a bit strange, if you ask me. What is? Why? If this is a shrine, why right. is the statue in the center of the room? I mean, that doesn't leave any room for congregants, and it's just a bit of an odd layout. It might not have been flooded originally. Maybe. Oh, everybody gets on boats and they do like boat services. Boat services? Yeah, like instead of pews, you got gondolas. Right. Well, um, you do note two things <laughs> as you approach this intersection. Uh-huh. The first is, as you begin to approach closer, Lucia stomping along. Dang it. You hear the doom? Uh-oh. Doom. 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 I don't like it. And then it goes quiet. I um, want to make friends with the doom creature. The second <laughs> thing you note is that the smell of rot becomes more prevalent as you make your way down. And secret roll. Secret huh. You see that over there in the water? I believe that... Is something underneath the dock. Some something. Hmm. Oh, something is bobbing in the water. Let's approach that side first, then. Mm-hmm. Can, can we get it out with one of the little poles? Well, let's see what it is first. Yes. I have a feeling mm. it might be our doom friend. Doom? Maybe. No. <laughs> There's no response to it. <laughs> we call you out, doom It just slinks down into the water. It's just the doom guy. Oh no! Oh no! If it's the Doom guy, we are dead. <laughs> well, we're not demons, though. Well, he might get me confused for one, but yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you make your way forward, as you begin to approach the dock. You find that the dock constructed here, despite the conditions that are down here and the fact that all of this seems to have been built from reclaimed wood, is in surprising sturdy condition. I'm sure they use it. Like a it lot. doesn't even creak as. Nicolo's boots step onto it. I mean, they probably nice. use this for the Bellflower Network, I would imagine. Ah, mm-hmm. oh, I love a secret hideout with a dock. I'm so excited. Nicolo, you make your way forward, probably glancing back over your shoulder into that larger room as you push forward. Yeah. There you can see a, a spacious chamber. Even from here, you can see that there look to be the frames of a number of bunks. Nice. Even as you walk by, you think probably good. 20, 30 people could easily stay in that larger room with all those bunks in there. I mean, I know I'm only getting a glance, but do they seem to be in decent condition? Yeah, I mean, they seem to be in pretty good shape. I mean, at the very least, they're far enough away from here, and and again, while there is this water here, there isn't humidity down here. So you think anything like... Interesting. Well, you're going to guess, one, there's probably good ventilation, and two, there's not a great deal of heat. Again, it's it's kind of cold right now as you make your way in. It's a Rova, I believe, the current month, which is the equivalent of September. It's getting toward fall, basically. All of you know that in Kentargo, um, fall is the rainy season. Mm. Woo. So, but temperature-wise and climate-wise, think about it as like northern Spain. Mm. Like northern Spain, parts of coastal France. Mm. Nice. So... 
not an unpleasant place to live, you know, when there's not a tyrannical dictatorship. Yeah. You know, climate-wise, at least, it's great. Also, as you, you make your way out, again, Niccolo, your eyes can see to the far end of the chamber. The entirety of this room continues only for about another 10 feet and then narrows down to a 10-foot exit, exiting out of this area. Mm. It looks like a half-closed porticlus has been dropped down. Mm. So cool. uh, That looks to be a recent addition, but it is dropped down. It's currently dropped down to like there's only maybe a foot or two of clearance over the water, so someone would, like, a boat could not get through there, but someone swimming could. Well, at the very least, we can be fairly certain the city guard's not down here. Good. I doubt they would have come swimming. I've had enough adventures in water for one day, thank you very much. Well, get ready for some more. <laughs> that's, nice. that's, that's Cesare saying I'm not swimming down that tunnel y'all have fun <laughs> oh we're yeah. not swimming down that tunnel <laughs> oh yeah we have no reason to go down that tunnel right now I mean Adria might swim down that tunnel at some point but not right now there's not a reason to I mean unless we need to get a boat out or something but I don't see one I have to put it on the list to find a good boat are all of you walking out onto the dock the Tori is I mean, might as well I will yeah Oh, I guess if everybody else is, move, then Lucia will too, peer pressure. I'm going to switch Cesare and Adria just because he's probably not actually going out on the dock right now. You know Cesare ain't going out on no dock. If it's a body, Vittorial uh, is the best person to go investigate, so. Inspect. Mm-hmm. Not that any of you guys know that yet, but she's, well, kind of. She's mentioned that she deals with dead bodies on the weekends, but. Right. Well, you've mentioned being in could be a mortician. We don't know. Yep. And also, you seem to be the most. Um, Scientific. Yeah, you seem to also notice the most out of all of us, since you keep on pointing out strange things. And we're like, huh, yeah, I didn't think about that. So, Adria, going out on the dock? Yep. Lucia? Yeah, sure. Niccolo? Yep. And Vittoria? Cesare standing uh, a good 20 feet back, just kind of eyeing this. Raven kind of leans over. You made the right choice. And eyes the water suspiciously. <laughs> Cesare reaches up and want to be pats wet. her behind, you know, on the head and scritches her behind the ear. Someone has to keep an eye on these other two passageways. Right. I'll take the left. She eyes the left passage suspiciously. <laughs> you make your way out onto this small dock. Again, it's obviously a much more recent addition than everything else built around here. Although the statue doesn't seem to be an original part of the construction here either. The room itself is old, probably dating back hundreds and hundreds of years. Another bit that sank underneath. Um, you don't oh, think so because that was mostly from the floodplains on the main um, on the island and not here. You're hmm. not positive what this was originally even intended for. I am going to say that uh, Vittoria, because she thinks she, this may or may not be a body, um, is going to grab some gloves out of her bag and put them on. Okay. So you pull out your gloves, you slide them on. I suppose sliding away your, uh, what do you use for a weapon? Rapier? I have a short sword. Short sword. So sheathing your short sword. She's the designated body toucher. Yay. (laughs) You lean down. There are some ropes here. And as you kind of, you lean down, you look over, you can see that you are incorrect. There's a small boat. Ah. It looks like it has been snapped nearly in two and now sits beneath the water. A number of rope lines would have probably once secured this to the dock. Now, however, they're securing a much more grisly trophy. A body tangled in the ropes bobs just beneath the surface of the water, occasionally thunking softly against the pilings. 
as you look over it, it looks like this person has been dead for a couple of days, at least. Aw, man. It seems to be a man. Exactly what he looks like, you're not entirely positive. One leg is missing entirely, as is a large portion of the central trunk of the body. Shark. Seemingly Uh from a large chunks removed from it, ripped from it. His limbs are oddly distorted and broken. Whoa. As if something had dislocated them. That's concerning. Let me go ahead and get a perception roll from the party. Uh, is anybody else get... having flashbacks to a bunyip? Yeah. Oh, no! <laughs> Very no! much so. No! <laughs> At least I don't... How no! deep is this water? Like, is it deep enough for, like... It's, like five it's only three feet deep. Yeah, it's, it's like, so three it's feet right like... now. It's five feet oh, okay. at high tide. Right, Jessica right, right. has a very visceral reaction to bunyips. But, I mean, no. it's deep enough for, like, a shark or a crocodile or... You see a little Wait, fin come up. Yes. Didn't you mention something about uh, bull sharks? Bull sharks yeah. are known in the yep. uh, surrounding yeah. river. And since they're it mean, is... I think. If I think about sharks, I think they're the ones that like to bite people. They're, well, them and tiger sharks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily like the, they they're still... the ones that have the most encounters with people. Yeah. Because yeah. Yeah. they can be killed by a cow saltwater. than a shark. Yeah, because yeah, Rachel's right. Aren't the bull sharks the one that can transition between saltwater yes. and freshwater? Yeah. yeah. They're cool. I may watch a lot of Shark Week. They're in that Man Eater video game. You play a bull shark. So do me a favor. Okay. Let's go ahead and get a perception roll from everyone. Go ahead and roll it yourselves. Okay. Um, that's concerning. I, I don't like when you have us roll things ourselves. It no, just makes yes, me nervous. No, yes, we do. We like to roll. I don't know. I think I prefer when Rick rolls for me, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> me too. Also, Rick rolls. Sorry. Anyway. Um, ah! uh, Do the music. Uh-huh. He's never going to give you up or let you down, Ross. <laughs> he hasn't let me down yet. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> Rick's let me down, but only in a game sense of like critically me and putting me on the ground. That's, that's put you down. <laughs> oh, man. Adria gets a 13 for a 20. Okay. Lucia? Lucia rolled a 2 for a 7. Oh, no. All right. Cesare rolls an 18, which gets him a 24. Vittoria? I assume Vittoria is very concentrated on this body right now. She only rolled an 11 for a 17. Still not bad. Only. Still not bad, but she's definitely got a different focus. Nicolo? Well, uh, Nicolo didn't roll as badly as uh, Lucia. He rolled a 3 for an 8. <laughs> Aren't you supposed to be good at this? Oh, <laughs> uh, Victoria, you reach down, grab onto the rope, pull a little bit gently, because you know what a waterlogged body. Oh yeah. How quickly they could fall apart as you begin to try to like drag it up enough to see it, to see what is obviously the body of a human man. Judging by the damage to the body as you look this over, just a quick perusal with your secret medicine check. You can tell a lot of the damage to this body was done post-mortem. Good. So, Vittoria, you look this over, you see the sheer damage to this. Niccolo, I imagine, just kind of reaches over with one free hand, since he's Mm -hmm. carrying the mace with his other hand, kind of grabs on to hold the rope steady so you can take a look. Adria, leaning down. Lucia, probably eyeing it in a, a morbid combination of, like, disgust and curiosity as she looks over this. Yep. 
two things happen almost simultaneously. Good. Cesare, you look over at your companions, kind of checking over your shoulder as you're keeping an eye on these other corridors. You see them all crunched up Scooby gang way, like around this body as they kind of all (laughs) lean over to take a look at this. You see the light spell on Lucia playing across the water, rippling softly, rippling strangely, as you can see almost two currents as if something moving beneath the surface of the water. In an oddly, your mind first goes to a snake-like motion as it's just a back and forth. At the same time as Adria just kind of reaches past, probably with a a little bit of an annoyed look from Vittoria, she reaches over with an ungloved hand, (laughs) pulls something white and red out of one of the wounds, holds it up and recognizes a large tooth. This is at the same moment that Cesare, you realize the register the two very large white silhouettes beneath the surface of the water. And I already have initiative from the party, so let's <laughs> oh, roll into some combat. <laughs> what could they be? I don't know. I'm going to make a check on my turn. They're not sharks, so I guess that's good, but I have a feeling they're going to be able to crawl onto the land. Sharks would be better because sharks can't crawl on land. Exactly, (laughs) yeah, so this might actually be worse. Except for those land sharks. If it's a boule, I'm out. Only Cesare made high enough, so let me go ahead and uh, drop these big boys in here. Oh, crud. So combat begins... Cesare Nightbloom. Cesare glances out over the water and then at his companions. You need to get off the dock. All right, I'm going to recall knowledge. Do I know what these are? Recalling knowledge? Mm, It'd be so cool to have some trained crocodiles, though, because then you could be like, guard our space. (laughs) So are these? These aren't crocodiles, though. That's just the pictures, right? Oh, we have no idea. You don't know? We have no idea. We We, we don't know yet. yet. Oh, okay. Recall knowledge. (laughs) Uh, I'll just tell you. Uh, you know nothing about these things. Okay. Crud. Let me put it this way. There's some sort of big lizard, maybe an alligator, maybe a crocodile. You're not actually positive what the difference is between them. All right. Maybe I'm, a fiendish I'm alligator, a fiendish crocodile. Uh, electric arc <laughs> between the two of them. For you're 45 feet away from them. So you can get on the dock with us. Yeah, I'm not getting, I'm not getting on that dock with two giant... That's a smart move, honestly. I'm trying to get off the dock now that I've seen these. So, yeah, Cesare is just gonna be like, hey, y'all, there's something in in the water, and I'm just gonna chill at the edge of the dock, because I can't get within range of them for any of my spells, and I'm out of all my other first-level spells for the day. I use them already. So, yeah. That brings us to the alligators and or crocodiles. Uh-oh. Uh-huh. So they're going to start by using a single action for their aquatic ambush. Cool. Uh-oh. So the first one rushes forward towards Vittoria <laughs> with his yeah. aquatic oh, ambush. No. Adria just has enough time to see this and go, oh, crap. Mm-hmm. Before there's just this explosion of water. It's like all of you turn as Cesare is like, you might want to get off the thing. And then starts <laughs> kind of going, uh, no, that looks like 45 feet. Uh. <laughs> At which point this head and four legs of this creature burst from the water, gets to stride, moving up to its swim speed, plus 10 feet, uh, and gets a strike at the end of that movement. Oh, great. Oh, boo. And oh, you're boo. flat-footed. Double boo. <laughs> so minus two to your AC, and it rolls not too great. That's fine. This is against your flat-footed AC, but it only gets a t- 12. No, it does not hit me. 
So yeah, you react at the last moment as it lunges towards you. You just kind of flail back. It chomps onto uh, one of the corpse's arms instead, and just kind of wrenches it free as uh, it seems to have been more upset about you messing with its food than anything else. Yeah, they do like to tenderize if this They're is what territorial. I think it is. <laughs> <laughs> We're trying to pickle this. What are you doing? They're taking our lunch. <laughs> Get them. So it's going to go ahead and uh, attempt a second bite up at you, because why not? <laughs> You're not flat-footed for this one any longer. However, that is a 19. Yeah. So that does chomp a hold. Oh, he's going to grab you, pull you in the water, and death roll, I bet. That's probably what It bites onto you for a solid eight points of damage as it chomps onto your leg. Pain streams up your side. It is going to then use its third action to grab. Yep. Yep. All right, this is bad. Crud. It is automatically grabs you. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. However, it does not have an action left to roll. So that's going to be it for him. Knows what this is. <laughs> uh, crud. The other one charges to the attack against Nicolo, launching up out of the water Neat. dramatically. And God, these aquatic ambushes are not working for me. Uh, you are mm. flat-footed, but that's only a 14. Nope. Not so even flat-footed. You recoil back from the first one getting ready Ugh. and just like just by happenstance bringing your arm back and smacking the other one, knocking it off of its trajectory as you're just kind of flailing back towards that. No, 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 no. It's going to go ahead and attempt to bite at you. Come on, guys. Uh, that's, <laughs> only a, that's only a 13. No, that will not hit me. You know what? It's got... Oh, that might do it. That is a 20. Oh, jeez. Yeah, 20 will hit me. Wow. So it misses you with its second bite, but then as it splashes into the water, this trunk-like tail whips around and smashes into your knee. Ow. Uh, Striking you for five points of damage as there's this impact in your knee and you feel your foot beginning to slide out from under you. Oh. So from there. It doesn't have an extra action to grab me, so that's good. Yeah. Well, it also, it kind of gave up on its bite attacks after those first uh, two missed. Fair enough. Its tail is agile, however. Ah, so. uh, I see. <laughs> I see. From, there we go to Adria. Adria wants to know what these are. All right. Adria, use a recall knowledge check as you look back over these creatures. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah, that's an alligator. It's going to do what it's doing. <laughs> so it's gonna uh, do what it's doing. Thanks for the info. Bite you and roll you around. Let me see if I can get this one off you. Adria is gonna spend her last two actions surrounding the one that's biting Vittoria in a storm of violent wind, rolling clouds, and crackling lightning. Uh, it gets okay. a reflex save as she casts right. Tempest Surge. Yeah, that's she probably not, not gonna do it. The animal. Uh, that is a nine. It fails, which is excellent. All right, it's going to take six electricity. It is also going to be clumsy two for a round, and it will be taking one persistent electricity damage until it makes its flat DC 15 check. Okay. So, yeah, there's crackling lightning that surrounds this thing that's chomped onto Victoria's leg as she's just trying to struggle with it. The creature stares up up towards Victoria with these, these pink eyes. Again, both of these things are albino white. Oh, as if cool. they have never seen the light of day. From right, Adria. Get, get out of here. <laughs> Perhaps a more forceful push is necessary? What's more forceful than some lightning? 
I think the lightning is probably doing a better job than anything you could say at this point. <laughs> you should get off the dock. I don't think Vittoria can. <laughs> Not exactly an option at the moment. So that brings us to Vittoria. You're grabbed. Escape! <laughs> it's a single action to attempt to escape if you so wish. Uh, you can either make a unarmed attack or an acrobatics mm-hmm. or an athletics, whichever is your heist. Um, Keep in mind that currently you are flat-footed and immobilized too. That is correct. Well, my acrobatics is a four, my athletics is a two, so I'm going to attempt to punch the alligator in the eye. (laughs) (laughs) Go for the snoot. I mean, that's kind of what you're doing. (laughs) You boop it snoot and try to get free. Boop it in the snoot. And I rolled a natural one. Oh, no. Oh, you crit fail, so you can't try again this round. That is a critical failure. Yeah, so it is latched on. You cannot attempt that again. Yep. I'm going to draw my sword. All right. That is manipulating something, so you will need to make a check. Honestly, though, no, because a plus five and for my fist and my short sword is the same. So, no, I'm not going to do that because I don't it. think it's going to help me right now. Are you just going to punch it? <laughs> I'm just going to punch it. All right. <laughs> yes. Let's devise a stratagem. Devise <laughs> <laughs> a strategy to punch it. <laughs> yeah, it's like, well, I hit you in the nose and that didn't do anything. So let me look at this, the weaknesses of this. <laughs> so I rolled a 19. Okay. Then I'm using the 19 for my attack roll. Yeah, it's an agile weapon. So, um, but I rolled a 19, which gives me a 22. A 22 will strike the crocodile as you punch nice. him in the face. Nice. For two points of damage in his face. All right. Non-lethal? Uh, yeah. Yes. It's non-lethal. <laughs> I mean, damage is damage, really, unless that happened to knock the alligator out as you just <laughs> punch True. him out cold. <laughs> if only. But, I'm, you know, Vittoria doesn't have that kind of strength. So, yeah. Nicolo, Jeez. you have two options. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's true. I have so many choices right now. Okay, so we need to put this alligator or crocodile or whatever that's down before. Alligator. Yes, right. Alligator. You did actually make the, cho- the, the check. We need to put the alligator down before um, it death rolls Vittoria because that sounds bad. That'll be bad. It does include the word death. Yep. I'm going to do something incredibly stupid. Uh-oh. Oh, gosh. Please don't jump in the water. <laughs> yeah, no, actually. I was going to grapple it back. Uh, let's oh, my do gosh. Some alli- he's going to crocodile Dundee it. <laughs> Dundee let's it. do some alligator wrestling. Yes, yes. All right. So I'm going to try to grapple the alligator currently grappled onto Victoria. <laughs> okay. Oh, wow. Grab its, its jaws and rest them apart. <laughs> it's an athletics check versus the alligator's fortitude DC. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let's do this. Don't forget your fear points. Uh, true, but I rolled a 17. Oh, dang it, I should have used that to reroll mine. Oh, Rachie. I rolled a 17, which gets me a 23 athletics. Oh. A 23 will succeed as Niklo reaches over, still holding the, the mace with one hand, and like leans over and headlocks around the alligator. <laughs> <laughs> You know, from the back, you can see just like his bulging shoulder muscles as he starts to like pull this, like, give me a weight on these guys. They're That's probably a lot. 200 pounds. Uh, <laughs> Nico yeah. Dunn did it. Adrian nods approvingly. Nico Dundee. Like, yes. <laughs> yes, Dundee. Dundee. Average weight of an American alligator is 500 pounds. 
Yep. By the way. Holy cow. On average. I yep. mean. I love it. Yep. So you begin struggling with the alligator. <laughs> All right. Yep. Yep. This is good. This is what I wanted. Yes. Right. <laughs> I'm going to try to strike it now that it is flat footed. <laughs> okay. With my morning star. He's holding it, just beating it with a morning star. <laughs> <laughs> this is amazing. Let's this do this. And this is when I wish I had any sort of artistic talent, because right now I would love to draw Niccolo just wailing on this alligator. <laughs> with the morning star on a dock. Over on a dock. On a rickety yep. dock. With Chesra a in the background just sipping the on his coffee. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, I told y'all to get off the dock. And he was like, yeah, good, great. We'll do that yeah, right is definitely like, what was in that coffee we had? <laughs> <laughs> Let's see here. So Nicola rolls another 17 uh, with the minus what? five. Makes it an 18 to hit the alligator flat-footed. Rad. That will strike your flat-footed and slightly clumsy alligator. <laughs> nice. Yay. So, moreover, it also will get me a sneak attack because it yep. is. Yay. You nice. grab onto this hefter weapon, kind of go. Where's the kidneys on this? You know what? It has a spine. It just starts slamming it on the back. <laughs> or, so you know, I roll head. pretty much minimum damage Aww. with the one and a two. So that's a total of six points of damage which is not Still great. Still, a, a solid hit. Yeah, uh, I'll try a third strike, because why not? This is with a minus 10 penalty, but we'll see what happens. All right. <laughs> Who knows? Okay, uh, my dice apparently really want to save you, Vittoria. Oh, good, good. <laughs> I roll an 18. It is still a minus four to go down to a 14. The alligator is flat-footed. Maybe? It is flat-footed and clumsy. Oh, yeah, true. Which means a clumsy. 14 will hit. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So Niccolo is now Vittoria's hero. Jeez. <laughs> Talk about MVP of this fight. This time I roll near max damage. So... <laughs> 11 plus 3 is 14 points of damage. Woo! Holy cow. On the second side. Brad. Jesus. Nuts. He's still alive. Oh my gosh. Oh. Messed him up. But he's the most ridiculous rogue I've ever seen. Buff rogue. <laughs> <laughs> just keeps holding on to the alligator. Um, that's my turn. Oh, you could ride it. That'd be great. Woohoo. <laughs> I just I just want to mention, and anyone that wants to go look this up can, uh, you know, I've been playing some of the Assassin's Creed Valhalla recently. Mm. I like to use the great great sword one-handed in that. But if you attack someone from behind, your sneak attack is literally plunging your sword between their shoulder blades and then wrenching it up with enough force to take their head off. Oh. And I'm like, that explains how you sneak attack with a great sword, which is basically <laughs> Nikolo's approach to things. <laughs> Woo! I don't need finesse. Um, Lucia. Lucia's going to use a free action to scream, like, you know, high pitch kind of stuff. Okay, free action. Uh, You're not because, even getting uh, that eaten. Seems, that seems appropriate. Lucia, I do not think that's helping. Uh, Lucia also notices she cannot get into strike range of these guys, um, and so is going to fumble for her hand crossbow. I will just remind you that the water is only three feet deep. It is not a swim check if you splash into the water. It's just difficult terrain. It is only waist deep on you, but that's up to you if you want to be in the water with this thing. Oh, I really, 
I really <laughs> don't want to be in the water, but I feel like I should be in the you water. You can do a very do cool a maneuver. More damage. All right, here's what I'm gonna do. This is such a bad idea. Do not do this in real life. I'm going to run past Adria, jump into the water, and then get into the water next to the one that's grabbing Vittoria. What are you doing? That uh, uh, Nicolo is also like bear wrestling. Very well. This is such a bad idea. You can't let Nicolo show you up. <laughs> yes. Okay. This feels like a, this feels like a nice like Waha! like side flip kind of thing yeah. into the water. Like almost uh, like a which is good because I do want to have some panache. So I'll go ahead and make a perform check to do some panache. All right. Adria golf go. claps. Golf, golf clapping in the middle of a fight, no, really? Cesare's ah. in the background just going, yes. Cesare golf claps, that makes more sense. I mean, Cesare's probably five. like, I mean, she's off the dock, but that's not exactly what I meant. <laughs> you know? I roll, I roll a five for an 11, so I don't get the panache. Yeah. Raven girl, also golf 20. claps. <laughs> but I am going to stab this thing, because we, we need this off of uh, Vittoria before it like goes crazy and death rolls or whatever it's going to do. So yeah. I'm going to stab it with my rapier. All right. I roll a two for a nine. Oh. I have hero points. You know what? I'll burn the hero point. Just because I'm filling in a generous move, I will give Nicolo a hero point for grappling an alligator. <laughs> yes. That's kind yeah, of cool. I was like, yes, that feels, he that deserves needed. it. Yeah, that I, I will like remind you to that. please petition me for hero points because I won't remember. <laughs> right, it's fair. Um, Thank okay, you. I'm going to... I use my hero point to re-roll. Here we go. Please, please, please. That's a seven for a 14. A 14 will strike your target Woo! as you leap forward. Probably kind of fail to stick the landing as you basically just splash fully into the water. <laughs> splash up towards your feet, like half-heartedly stab out towards it before going. It's like, no, now's not the time. And then lunging forward before skewering into this thing. Yep. So I do three points of damage to him. Oh. As Nicolo holds it in place, you ram your blade through its side and into Ooh. its chest. <sighs> it lets out a little... Sound before it releases Vittoria's leg and begins to slide down into the water. Oh. All right, y'all. Okay, Goodness. we're going to make a jambalaya. Everybody remember to grab that. We're going to make some good food. Alligator taste. There's real still good. another one. one. After <laughs> we deal with this other, you know what I mean. As Nicolo's like, okay. Yeah, as Nicolo releases this alligator, lets it fall into the water before turning back to the other one, now yeah. about to avenge its fallen companion. Cesare. Oh, God. Uh, Cesare is gonna. Oh, God. Cesare's gonna move up to the edge of the water beside the dock. Alright. Yeah. And that should put me within 30 feet of it, yes, and cast Electric Arc. Very DC well. 17. It will attempt to make that. Electricity sparks off it and through the surrounding water, tingling running up through Lucia as the electricity courses through the water. You're far enough away to not actually take damage from it. It gets a... Probably just doesn't feel 22. very good for a second. Okay, so it saves. It's a very agile crocodile. Apparently. I roll a three, which gets me a seven, which means it takes three points of damage. All right, you still manage to electrocute it some, though. It jerks and convulses, bringing us to the alligator, which lunges up at Nicolo. Yay! God. It's poor alligators. It's a 14. 14 doesn't hit me, yeah. Poor we'll alligators, try to bite again. he says. Yeah. I mean, I do feel a little bad for them. Mm -hmm. okay, like, they were just, like, chilling. He gets a 17. A 17 does not hit me. God. I'm not, if I'm not <laughs> flat-footed, then a 17 does not. 
Yeah, you're not Bowser's. flat, but you only got the one ambush. So All right, let's go. try the tail slap. Yep, no, that's a that's a seven for the tail slap. Jeez. Nope. Poor guy. <laughs> yeah, he continues to attempt to eat Nicolo, but fails, bringing us to Adria. Okay, I'm gonna do this again because I think uh, Victoria's fine. Don't go up there next to that alligator, honey. And she will cast Tempest Surge on this alligator, so it gets a reflex save. Reflex save. There he goes, turning it around. That's a 26. Yeah, he saves, so he's going to take... He will take the damage, but he will not be clumsy or have persistent damage. All right. He takes four electricity damage, and then I will shoot at him with my crossbow. Pew, pew. All right. Mm, I rolled... I think you already mentioned you pulled that out earlier, so it already be loaded, because I think you're walking with it around. Yep, I've been walking with it loaded and ready to shoot at somebody. But I only roll a seven, which gives me a 12. Yeah, so unfortunately this misses as it plucks off into the water. Ah, you know. As your bolt goes sailing off into this, Niccolo, you glance back over your, you know, you're you're fighting this thing off. You manage to knock it back over. You feel this electricity course by you. You probably glance back to, you know, nod your thanks over towards Cesare and Adria fighting behind you. Before you notice... Uh Uh-oh. Rolling encounter. A bird-like head stick out from around the corner of the room back behind you, the side passage you didn't take. For a moment, you meet its red glowing eyes. Its mouth opens. Doom? As it eyes towards all of you. I want to be its friend. I know, I want to be its friend too. Right now, it's just kind of watching from over there. Maybe it's a Tengu friend. What Maybe in the hells is that? Adria looks... If any of you, if it's within your light radius, you can see it. You can, yeah, Cesare can he see He kind of mentions that, and then you look back and see this figure. I'll go ahead and describe it real quick. So cute. This creature looks like a humanoid crow <gasps> with oily black feathers, glittering eyes, and a sharp beak filled with small teeth. Weird. In oh, place like of wings, it instead has two very muscular arms. Ending in sharp claws that even as you view it, its claws kind of click into the point that they almost seem to be as hard as the rock it's grabbing onto as it pokes its head around the corner. Vittoria Scordato. Well, Vittoria really doesn't want to get next to the alligator. Um, <laughs> oh, come on. Join me in the water. The water's nice. I am going to pull out my crossbow, load my crossbow, and shoot my crossbow. All right. <laughs> You are currently carrying a weapon anyway, so yeah. Nice. I only rolled a three, so that gives me a ten. Yikes. A ten will not strike your target. Boo. Yeah, I'm not surprised. From Vittoria, we go to Nicolo. All right. Good. Uh, I don't know if I want to try to repeat the wrestling maneuver right now. (laughs) (laughs) Probably not. It's pretty good, though. Uh, I do have to say, like, being a rogue, if you've got the strength for it, being able to grapple somebody to making them flat-footed actually (laughs) is a pretty... It's a pretty viable strategy. (laughs) Yeah. Turns out hitting someone to the ground and stabbing them to death works. (laughs) You know, cats grab you with their front paws, and then they kick at you with their back ones, you know? That's true, yeah. But for now, I think I'm just going to try to smack it. So let's just see what happens. I'll try one attack. 
I roll a two. <laughs> there goes the dice. Uh-oh. Uh, four and eight. I'll well, try you're a little tired now. You just wrestled an alligator. <laughs> yeah, will, this is true. Uh, I'll try a second attack. something that may or may not be an enemy creeping up on the, you know, back. Doom? <laughs> I love it so much. <laughs> uh, for my second attack, though, I roll a 19, which gets me a 20. A 20 will strike your target as you bring right. your mace down. Or Morningstar. Morningstar, yeah. I roll a four for seven points of damage, so... Ow, bam. a telling hit. It's still oh, going. This probably won't work, but I'll try one last. I mean, if I move, then it's going to probably go after either Vittoria or Lucia, and I really don't want that. So I will go on ahead and try a third attack. Probably won't work. Yeah, I roll a three for like a negative um, <laughs> one. So No, that will critically fail. It doesn't do anything, yeah. but it critically fails. Fair enough. <laughs> that is my turn. Ah, uh, second edition where you can have negative results. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I need Unfortunately a for you, this crocodile had a level in swashbuckler and parries. Oh, no. <laughs> Clever girl. From Nicola, we go to, speaking of swashbucklers, Lucia. Okay, is this water considered difficult terrain? It is. Okay, so I am 15 feet away from Le Alligator, so I'll have to double move to get up next to it. Yep, so you wade your way forward, splashing through the water. Feeling uh, probably very nervous about it. She will stab. Very well. I roll a 10 for a 17. 17 will not hit the alligator. It is neither clumsy nor grappling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dang it. So you stab okay. forward. Your weapon just kind of bends in the middle as you poke into it before just rebounding I off. I mean, it is a rapier. Like, not it's exactly designed <laughs> for, for alligator stabbing. I need to get yeah. to the underbelly. It's, it's true. I don't see uh, Florida boat guys going out there with rapiers to take on alligators. <laughs> it's true. It's true. No. Wow. I don't know. It's Florida. Give him a give him a minute. I'm sure somebody will try it. I mean, I'm sure someone will send me a Florida man post about some guy with a. There rapier. was the guy that threw the alligator through like the Burger King drive-through window or something that one time. Mm, what? <laughs> oh, Florida man. I'm sure. Yeah, it's a Florida I mean, definitely man Florida story. Man, but jeez. <laughs> There also, I think, was a cache of, like, medieval weapons that was found in a swamp in Florida. Like, just, like, a box full of, like, like various swords and maces. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe. That brings us to Cesare. All right. Um, Raven, I'm going to need to borrow a bit of your power, if you don't mind. Okay. Raven then (laughs) leans forward and licks you on the nose to transfer the power to you. And Cesare is gonna cast magic missile using his drain familiar. Does that ability. zoom in thing where you see all the, like the magic sparks Excellent. firing inside of Cesare's <laughs> brain as the magic comes back? And then um, <laughs> so cool. I will use all three of my actions to launch three magic missiles at this crocodile. Adorable. Very well. You gesture Alligator. through the air. Runes appear around you. Gesture, chant, and tone. Make a big dramatic show of it because it's three actions. Point out three of your fingers as three missiles go shooting from your fingertips. So I do twelve points of damage. Twelve points of damage. Nice. Very, Very good. good. Your missiles slice and tear into this thing as it recoils and roars in rage. And is still going. Cesare would glance over his shoulder at the bird creature. I do hope you're friendly. 
and then turn his attention back to the crocodile that's probably going to try to eat his face next turn. <laughs> the bird cocks its head. Doom? <laughs> the raven, keep an eye on their bird friend, will you? Both eyes. As often as I can spare them. No. From <laughs> Cesare, we go to the alligator. Yay. <laughs> who, who bites at Lucia. Uh-oh. Uh, you are in the water. That makes I'm going to, okay, I'm going to use my, uh, my reaction and I'm going to nimble dodge. Oh, there's the other end of it. That's a 29. Oh my gosh. Oh. Oh. That's 14 points of damage. So oh God. I have three points left. Oh. I got you. I got you. I got you. <laughs> I'm in danger. Good use of a uh, nimble dodge there. It yes. chomps yeah. a hold Crazy. of you. It's tail then lashes out at Nicolo. Oh boy. It does not take the action to grab as it wrenches into your flesh. Uh, the tail slap comes up with a. That's actually a 20 at Nicolo. 20 will hit me. Oh, Holy God. Cow. Striking yeah, Nicolo for you, five points of damage. Ow. Mama Gator. Ow. It then, <laughs> I don't know if either of you has attacks of opportunity. Nope. Yes. Flee. Flee. Go away. Turns, yeah, have- dives underneath the surface of the water, and you can just see its slithering motion as it begins to flee back away. Heading towards the half-open porticlis deeper into the underground cisterns here. All right. All right. Good. Adria. Are you okay? All right. Adria is... Okay. Step one. Does it seem like that crocodile is going away, away, like forever? Like the combat's going to be over if I just leave it alone? It seems like it's fling. But we still have the doom, the doom bird. Okay. Adria is going to look over at the doom bird and recall knowledge to know what the heck that is. All right, let me see here. Because if it's not going to eat Lucia again, I can do normal medicine and save my spell slot. You don't know what it is. Oh. You do know what it's not. It oh. is not a Tengu. Oh. Similar, but this thing is, again, as it's leaning around the corner here, you can tell that it's actually shorter than most Tengu. It's only about five feet tall, but it's almost as broad huh. and just sheer muscle mass. I'm telling you, it's like some penguin with like claw arms or something, because like <laughs> penguin beaks actually inside of them have a bunch of teeth. But he described okay. it with feathers. It does have feathers. It's an Empoleon. <laughs> <laughs> Steel I water will type Pokemon. Heal uh, Lucia. Okay. Thirteen healing. Hey, I'm at sixteen now. From there we go to the crow creature. The Doom Bird. Doom, 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 Doom. Come be it- friends with us steps out, kind of looms up to the top of its height with a almost a confused look on its face as it stares off in the direction of the retreating alligator. Doom? 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 Doom. Vittoria. Oh, it's so cute. Know what it is, Vittoria. Uh, yeah, I would like to recall knowledge. <laughs> I want to be its friend so badly. I know. Okay. So you spend one action to recall knowledge. Yes. You look back, probably curiously over this creature as you see it step out. I believe it's a dire Corby. Oh, what? Oh, God, um, really? Oh, my do- God. Oh, my God, I should have known that. Oh. <laughs> yes. Doom. Um, what is a dire Corby? A dire Corby, uh, subterranean predators. 
They usually make their homes in cliffs or underground chasms. They tend to ambush prey, leaping down from the ceiling and, well, rending them apart. So I'm not sure why he's not. It's a friend. Do you know what language they speak? The language of doom? I will attempt to see if I know. Very strange. I wish to offer it food and hugs and for it to be our best friend. I was going to say, I have a feeling it's not hostile just because if it's an ambush predator, it's not ambushing us. Also, it was saying doom over and over and over again, like mm. in a very not stealthy way. Yes, that's an interesting thing, isn't it? It's probably the thing that's eating the food. Uh-huh. God, I haven't. They tend to be intelligent, but the only languages I know of them speaking under common. And then, unfortunately, that is not on my list. Nor um, do I speak it. I, the behavior here is very strange. They're very bird-like still. They tend to have near-suicidal savagery launching into combat. They're known for terrifying screeches, songs of doom, and ah, usually uh, <laughs> capable of unsettling even the most experienced explorers. <laughs> Maybe he's hungry. Maybe we gotta give him something to eat. He's probably been eating her stores upstairs. It's possible. I doubt the alligators were doing it. I will attempt to recall more knowledge. You know, why not? She yeah, spends a full that's... six seconds thinking, which is not long. I want him to be our mascot friend who lives in this cave. <laughs> the, the Doom Cave. We'll call it the Doom Cave. It is all I know of them. Hmm. Nicola, do you wish to do anything on your turn? Do I... Do I see any sort of mechanism which would lower or raise the portcullis? That would be a seek action. All right. I'd like to go on ahead and do one. Very well. Always practical. Yeah. It's like, well, we're all figuring this out. I just want to make sure this alligator can't come back once it swims out. <laughs> you do not see a mechanism that does. However, mm -hmm. you do see that the chain that seems to control the portcullis mm -hmm. exits out of the southwestern side of this room. Oh. So in the direction closer to where you saw the lamplight earlier. I see. Right. Hmm. So it's probably that direction. I don't want to go wandering over there by myself, so probably not a good idea. <sighs> May I do another action for a sense motive against the apparently dire Corby? Absolutely. Secret check. Okay. Watch out. I think it might turn on us in a moment here. Why? I don't know, but it seems to be disappointed. Doom. Its eyes begin to narrow. Give it some Doom. Nicola's going to, with my last action, 25 feet, I'm going to step or stride uh, off the dock by Cesare. Yes. Position yourself between Cesare and the bird. Please yep. protect the swishy smart, wizard. Smart move there. <laughs> <laughs> and that's my turn. Lucia. Uh, okay, Lucia mutters. Stupid, stupid, stupid. And then pushes herself up onto back onto the dock. I figure Vittoria gives a hand. Okay, cool. Uh, so that's 10. And then I'm going to uh, continue that movement forward. 15, 20, 25. Um, to put me on the back end of the dock anyway. Back half. Okay. Um, you know what? I'm going to sense motive the bird too. Just because... Okay. I feel, I, I feel like... I'm going to point out that he hasn't turned know. off the attack music. Just get it. I know. <laughs> I know. Oh, we're still in rounds. But it but may I'm be conditional on I'm just curious what Lucia thinks about this thing. If you think Lucia is crazy, you're about to be real mystified by Adrian's Lucia doesn't know turn. what this thing is. Oh. Oh. What? 
It's disappointed that we stopped fighting. And it's confused, but I think it's going to get mad at us. So she'll use her last action to uh, <laughs> So it was try to get some panache. So we were entertainment is what you're telling me. I think so. Seems that way. So you use your last action to try to strike a pose? I'm going to try, I'm gonna try a fascinating performance on this thing. So it's the will DC of one observer, which it's observing me. I think I can see. It is observing you. Okay, here we go. Eh? Okay, this is against its will DC. I rolled a 12, which gives me an 18. That will succeed. You have fascinated it somewhat. Hey, okay. So target is fascinated by me for one round. Um, if it is in a, a situation that demands immediate attention, such as combat, I must critically succeed to fascinate it. Oh, okay. It is still viewing this as combat. Yeah, move sticks. Okay, well, that's uh, that's unfortunate, but it does give me panache, so hey. I was about to say, you still <laughs> should have panache. So. Yep, it Very does well. give me panache, so there's that. Yeah, you do a dramatic wet hair flip back to get your hair out of your way. Yes. Raising up your rapier in preparation. <laughs> Jezra, do you have an action you'd like to take? I am also going to sense motive the bird. <laughs> Everybody sense the bird's motive. Yeah. I feel like we're probably all going to get the same thing, which is disappointing. I know, like, Ross the player knows about Dire Corby's, and I would be, I don't know. I don't want to give too much away, because Nicolo has no way of knowing. But. You're like, yeah, this Chesare, thing's going to murder you us. You can't get a read off of this thing. The only language I speak that might even remotely be in its will house is... I mean, it's not going to speak celestial. It obviously can only say doom in common. Doom? Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say hello in Sylvan, just as, just on the off chance. It seems kind of maybe. Fae-like. Yeah. It just cocks its head at you. Doom. Oh, the right doom. to that didn't work. Doom. <laughs> doom. I don't like the sound of that. I think it's going to try and bring us our doom. As a side note uh, for Vittoria, by the way, it's not necessarily saying that in common or even in undercommon. Doom's just a noise they make. You don't think it has any meaning to it? <laughs> He's not actually speaking any language. It's just the noise they make. Doom. That's... Mm-hmm. Cesare does not like this. <laughs> this whole thing is like, mm-mm. <laughs> has an action remaining. I'm gonna draw my crossbow. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> Seems prudent. Adria. Okay, honey, come on. Uh, she moves forward uh, 25 feet. Oh, no. Uh, she reaches into her pack. She pulls out okay. a ration. Manipulate action, all right. And she says, here, do me, do me, do me. You want, you hungry? You want something? <laughs> I do not think this is a good idea. Everything that we've seen to garner from it is that it wants to kill us. I mean, even the most, like, horrible, terrible things, they like food and, you know, sometimes they make connections and stuff. You never know. And I am going to offer it a ration. Okay. Is that the end of your turn? Uh-huh. That brings us to the creature. Here we go. Just kind of looks at Adria, trying to offer it food. Looks at Cesare, trying to talk to it while also reloading. Looks back over towards Niccolo, you know, squaring up and positioning himself between uh, Cesare and this thing. 
it cocks its head to the side as it watches the the pale white tail of the alligator kind of crest up out of the water as it dives under the portcullis, escaping into the subterranean passages. Almost as if calling out towards it, Doom! <laughs> Doom! It then turns its beady red eyes towards Adria. Doom! It then literally leaps 20 <laughs> feet through the air what? as it brings its claws up. Mm-hmm. And we'll continue this fight next time. Adria, you're in danger. I mean, Adria's Ooh. fairly hardy, but yeah. Oh, God. Find the Path Ventures is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Hell's Rebels is copyright 2015. Hell's Rebels and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. All Pathfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission. Find the Path Ventures have converted Hell's Rebels from Pathfinder to Pathfinder 2nd Edition. Conversion notes are available to our Patreon backers at patreon.com backslash findthepath. <laughs>